In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house of David and the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths, placed him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Saviour has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace to all those on whom his favour rests. When the angels had left them, and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem, see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what they had been told about this child and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds had said to them. Well, we can have our first slide. I just want to introduce to you, it is an Insta kind of Christmas. That's where we've got to as a society. It's an Insta kind of a Christmas. Now, I probably think that if you haven't already done so, some of you will be posting some stuff on social media. Uh, there will probably be some bits and pieces of food. I've seen some of you people already on social media as I look around this room tonight. Yes, you know who I'm talking about. And there's stuff going on. There's already been some family gatherings occurring. And sometimes we just can't help ourselves. We take a selfie, uh, mostly of the food, sometimes of other people, and we like to post it. And so I want to talk about an Insta kind of Christmas. An Instagram, of course, is a moment in time captured, posted. And brings a memory with it. Tonight I want to talk about an instant in time that can change your life. A moment in time that can change your life. Well, uh, Instagram, which is owned by Facebook, if you haven't 
when you've looked at your little thing, if you open it or have it. It was founded by Kevin Sistrom and Mike Krieger in October 2010. And it's kind of taken over the world. Now, that name Instagram is a combination of instant camera and telegram. Now, how many people knew that? No one knew that. I didn't know that. So I now know it because I looked it up and apparently that's the case. It's a combination of instant camera and telegram. Um, Sistrom wanted the name to be easy to pronounce and spell and, and follow the idea right here and right now concept. Now, because we are an Instagram kind of a world, we love to take a picture and, and uh, we're probably the most photographed uh, generation of all time, children. There's thousands of photos of each child these days. Uh, I thought that we should start off with a selfie, so can I have a volunteer Tom Future? <laughs> Just for instance, to come down here with a camera, with a phone... Uh, he's the king of our selfies, so can we give him some encouragement today? Uh, Tom, can we have a bit of house lights on here or something? Yeah, that's right. Tom, how are we going to do this? We've got to get people in it. Don't do it. Me in it, man. No, not me. No. I'm going to be down here. Get the people in. What's going on with the lights? Here we go. Let's get wide angle lens going. Oh, here we go. Okay. Everyone smile. One, two, three. Okay. That looks better. I think that's looking better. Okay, we're going to have that posted up right on the screen in just a moment, as soon as fast as Tom's little legs can carry him. Because here we are in this instant in time. And I want to tell you tonight about an instant can change your life. A moment in time can change your life forever. And here we are in this moment in time. So how appropriate to Instagram. But I hope you don't mind having yourself Instagrammed in that way. We'll delete it pretty, pretty soon, I can assure you of that. So as that's getting loaded up, I just thought I'd give you some statistics about what's happening out there in the world of social media and uh, the Instagram stats. This is, this is the projected stats for 2020. By the way, I'll get to the Bible in a minute. Trust me. Trust me. Jesus, Jesus is about to make an appearance in this message. All right? You just got to go with me. Just have, My people, they don't trust me. Trust me this time, folks. Uh, here's some stats for you while that's getting loaded up. A billion people use Instagram every month. One billion. Only invented in 2010. 500 million people use Instagram stories every day. Now, can I just have a little sneaky hand? Because this is the uh, age group that I'm thinking. Can I have just a sneaky hand of how many people might be using Instagram on a daily basis? Do that. Join me because I'm a confession here. All right. It's pretty popular. Okay, gender breakdown's about even. Of Insta users, 52% are female, 48% are male. 63% uh, of Instagram users log in at 63% of the 1 billion log in at least once a day. Instagram users will spend an average of 28 minutes a day on the platform. <laughs> Whoa, what the? There's an instant in time. We're an instant, an instant generation. That's us being captured. And whenever Tom takes it, he's always the main feature, I've noticed. He's never like a selfless. He's never, a, well, it was meant to be of everybody, Tom, but you are, always the, you are always the prominent one. There's Tom being prominent. Anyway, that's a moment in time. Tonight we're going to be talking further about a moment in time that can change your life. Decision about Jesus. 28 minutes a day. Ah, all the teachers go, that's why you failed your tests. <laughs> Instagram's potential advertising is to reach 
489.3 million users. One third of the most viewed stories are from businesses. 75.3% of US businesses will use Instagram and they post an average of 2.5 stories a week. So that's, that's our Instagram. Um, it goes back further. It, there, this may or may not be a doctored shot. I'm not sure if it could have been the first Instagram. I, I don't really know about that. I don't know about that. But we are here in our generation. We like things instant, don't we? We like to be able to, uh, we like to, be able to Uber this and Uber that and eat this and have Deliveroo that. We like to have cars just turn up. We like to do that. We can actually watch the car coming on our little maps. We like to do things instantly. We like to be able to uh, do things like have everything on our phone and be able to just go and pay for things. Apparently, you now can just tap things. I go out with people and I've got cards and everything and they're just tapping everything with their phone like this. People are getting onto trains with, with tapping everything like this. It's just an instant kind of a world. Uh, and I watch the television and there's this guy who said, don't use cash like a caveman. And that's me. I'm the cash-using caveman. Uh, but we're an instant kind of a generation. We like to, we like to do things and, and move things along, and that's the kind of thing that we do. Um, so an Instagram is a moment in time, uh, a memory that kind of lasts forever. Tonight can be that sort of thing for you, uh, an instant in time, a moment that can change your life forever. The first Christmas was like that. It was an instant. It was a surprise in many ways, as we know in the story of Mary and Joseph. Um, an instant, an instant, a moment in time. Uh, Mary wasn't pregnant, then she was. It was an instant in time. She was just there and an angel turned up and said, Mary, you're going to have a baby. And she says, how can it be? I'm not married or anything like that. You know, I haven't been with my fiancé or anything like that. And uh, instantly she was pregnant. And then Joseph was visited instantly by an angel and he's told to get with a program that don't break off the engagement, to stay with Mary, to stick with her. And so his life changed in an instant. Mary's life changed in an instant and permanently. And then the governor calls for Caesar says, I want to count everybody in the Roman Empire. So in an instant, they're going to pack up, being pregnant as they were, make their way to Bethlehem somehow. Don't know how they went there. It always says on a donkey, who knows? Could have been a camel. Wouldn't have a clue. Anyway, they made their way there. So it was an instant. In an instant in time after that, they were told by an angel to pack up and get down to Egypt because Jesus' life was under threat. So when we look at this first story, the coming of Jesus into the world we see things happening in an instant these are cataclysmic cosmic amazing events that are happening and they have these events have implications upon us we see the shepherds in our story tonight being caught up in all of that minding their sheep and minding their own business which was their sheep so they're out actually living in the fields protecting them at night because there's, you know, who knows what could happen. And bam, in an instant, an angel turns up and announces that the Saviour has been born. Then, in another instant, a whole pile of angels, a, a great company of angels appeared. And they're singing glory to God. 
And then instantly they go away. Then in an instant, they're introduced to the saviour of the world. They say, let's hurry. So they, they pack up with great enthusiasm and they go. They know what they're looking for. They're looking for a baby wrapped in cloths and they're looking for a child lying in a manger. And then they find Joseph and they find Mary and they find the baby and they see Jesus for the first time. And their lives are changed in an instant because they saw Jesus. They saw the saviour. They met Christ the Saviour and their lives were changed from that point on. The scripture says they went, then went out and they spread the news about what was concerning Jesus and everybody they told, they were absolutely amazed. I'm telling you tonight, the story and the message of Jesus Christ the Saviour of the world is amazing. Be amazed afresh tonight of the story of Jesus, how he has come into this world, this broken world, the world in which we live that is, we've turned our back on God, friends. We've really ignored God in the world that he has made. And as a result of that, uh, by our nature, we've separated ourselves from God. And that is not a position we wanted to be in because if, if that goes on, it has, it has dire consequences for us. So God looked down and saw our broken relationship with him. And we see, and I talk about the hope for the world in the, in the news sheet that you were given. I hope you go home and read that. I believe there is hope for the world. I believe it relies on God and it relies on us doing our part as well. But God looked down and saw this broken mess and we can see that you know, we're not with God where we should be by nature. We're not with each other as human beings where we should be by nature. And we're certainly not looking after our world as we should be. And so God sees these broken relationships and he, he, he's desperate to do something about that because we are in a dire situation. So he, he, from the very beginning, Jesus wasn't an afterthought. He wasn't a late, late thought. He was a first thought, the Bible tells us, that from the very beginning, God knew that we were going to need a rescue. So he decided to plan the rescuer. From the very beginning part of the Bible, you will see it. It's the story of God reaching down in the world and bringing people back into relationship with him. Friends, we needed it. We desperately need it. And I just need to ask you tonight, do you have you... Have you taken hold of God's great offer. He has sent Jesus into this world so that you can have a friendship with God. Have you got that friendship? Have you said to God, yes, this is a great news, even though I might not deserve it. God's willing to forgive me. God's willing, in a sense, to adopt me into his family. God's willing to embrace me. God's willing to give me eternal life. God's willing to be my friend and my father. That's the invitation, but like all things, we need to accept the invitation. If you don't open your presence tomorrow, you're nuts. Who's getting going to get, unless you know who it's come from, or that bad auntie or something like that, you just might put that aside or something, you know. Phew, my auntie once gave me a garbage bin. It's a true story. There's a prank going around our family that somebody would get the garbo. And they looked at me and I turned up for Christmas at my auntie's place and they just kept on looking at me and sniggering and I knew it was me that got the garbo and I knew I was going to get a waste paper tidy basket for my bedroom. That was a really fabulous present for a 10-year-old boy. I should never have opened that thing. But generally speaking, unless you have an auntie Norma that gives you garbage bins, open the present. Open the present. And so God has given us this. Friends, we need to open the gift. We need to say, yes, I received this gift. I take this gift. I accept this gift. Thank you, God. 
And God's gift to us is not earned. It is undeserved. God has given us the gift of Jesus into this world unasked and undeserved. And all we need to do is receive it. All we need to do is say, yes, I will, I will have that gift. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It just takes an instant, an instant in time to meet Jesus. It's just like the shepherds. They heard the good news. We hear the good news tonight. The saviour of the world has been born. It is Christ the Lord. We need to, like they do, rush and embrace him. Have we embraced Jesus? Have we said, yes, I receive Jesus into my life? You know, there was a couple of Christians who were being punished for being preaching in the New Testament and the jailer was listening in on what was happening in the cell and instead of moaning and whinging, they were singing. And he thought, this is pretty unusual, people that have been beaten in stocks and in the middle of the prison. And uh, they're singing because they, they were filled with the joy of, of God in their life. And he just said to these two individuals, he said they were singing praises to God in the most extraordinary, unlikely circumstances. Something had happened. They'd met God in an instant in their lives. He changed them. And they just said, believe in the Lord Jesus and you'll be saved. Can it be that simple? It is absolutely that simple. That is the good news. Believe in the Lord Jesus and you'll be saved, you and your household. They spoke the word of the Lord to him and all the others in the house. And that hour of the night, the jailer took them, washed their wounds, and immediately he and his household were baptized. They became followers. The scripture says, if you declare with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. So there's the dodgy Instagram photo of, uh, of the nativity scene. But I want to challenge you with this tonight. Put yourself in the picture of God this Christmas. Put yourself in God's picture. When God takes a picture of tonight, be included in the family of God. We're included here, but we need to be included in the family photo of God. And the family photo of God is very easy. We just say, Jesus, I, I receive you into my life. I've written a little prayer on the bottom of our, um, of our sheet. Please take these home and read them. And I'm just going to pray this, this prayer here tonight. And if you've never done that, if you, want to, if you want to really get in the picture with God in this particular evening, I'm going to pray a prayer. Probably not the best prayer I've ever written, but it's, it's simple. Because it's very simple. An instant with God is very simple. Dear God, I recognize if this is for you, just pray this quietly in your heart in silence. Dear God, I recognize that I have not given you due respect nor cared for others and our world as I should have. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I ask that we, you and me, could be friends and that you would help me to learn to follow your perfect plan for my life and for this world. Please come into my life that I might align with you. Amen. You might say, is it that simple? It's absolutely that simple. If that, uh, if that sort of idea is new to you, I just encourage you to take that little prayer home. Keep this beside somewhere. I hope you enjoy the little article I've written about what is the hope for the world. I think the hope for the world is God and our partnership with God doing something about it. 
and keep that, you might want to pray that at some time. I'm going to ask the band to come up. And as they come up, I just want to uh, say tonight, we, we're not having an offering for the church tonight, but we're just going to pass around some baskets to give to overseas aid, really. We give our Christmas offering always in this church always goes to the Churches of Christ Overseas Aid. It's exactly what you think it might be. It's an overseas aid program. Uh, only if you wish to and only if you've come prepared. Um, it's just a free will offering we're going to take during the song. And the end of the song, I'll come up and conclude our service with a prayer. So let's stand. If I can have uh, four volunteers just come and pass these baskets around for me down the front, that'd be awesome. Churches of Christ Overseas Aid, our Christmas free will offering. <laughs>